Hello everyone and welcome back to the Hoop Sneakers pod. I'll be with Dan. You can find me at hoops underscore sneakers underscore on Instagram, TikTok and Twitter. You can find me by searching Hoop Sneakers on Facebook and YouTube. I'm also on Pinterest at hoops underscore sneakers underscore. And yeah, you're back for another episode of the Hoop Sneakers pod. Today we have special guest Paulie Blackhall who runs uh, Tattoos by Paulie uh, Tattoo Studio here in Geelong. Um, you can find him by searching tattoos with an S at Paulie on Facebook and Instagram. Um, it's a conversation uh, with between Paulie and myself goes for just under 40 minutes. Um, and we talk about a number of things. Um, we we'll, Obviously, we talk about sneakers. We talk about a number of other things as well. Um, so if you're someone who's living here in Geelong and looking to get some artwork done, um, once we return from this, uh, lockdown period, then get in touch with Paulie, have a chat about what you're looking to get done. Um, so without further ado, with that all being said, um, let's, uh, check into the conversation, to my conversation with, uh, Paulie Blackhall, uh, coming up right after this. So, hello to everybody and welcome into another episode of the Hoop Sneakers pod. Um, today, I have with me uh, a, a special guest um, whose name uh, is Paulie. Um, and Paulie runs Tattoos by Paulie uh, Tattoo Studio here in Geelong. Um, so, he's a tattoo artist and also um, a, just a general artist and, and doing artwork. So, uh, welcome in, Paulie. And um, if you would, if you could, um, just... Yeah, introduce yourself and, and tell tell the listeners a little bit about you and who you are and what you're up to. So, cool. Thanks, Dan. Um, all right. Well, I'm Paulie, 48. Um, I'm a tattooist, uh, husband, dad. Um, you know, just another human uh, trying to work it all out and uh, find my way, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, um, I guess. I did want to ask you, because I know that we've spoken about this in the past. So for like a bit of context to those people that are listening to today's episode, um, I met Paulie via some, some mutual friends, mutual acquaintances, um, when I was looking to get my first um, piece of art done about three years ago now. And um, and then so I came into contact with Paulie. And we had a chat back and, back and forth about what I wanted to have done. And um, from there, um, you know, yeah, I went in there and went in the studio and got it done. And it was really cool. And I sort of got a bit of a, a taste for, for tattoos, a bit of an itch for it. And so, you know, I, I went, I kept going back and I've had, uh, I think, I've, I think we've had nine times now, nine visits oh, now. Wow. Where, yeah, um, right on. Cool. <laughs> um, so like that's a fair few hours that we've spent together over this point in time. So I'm sure we've spoken about this before, but like, even if you just wanted to, yeah, if you just wanted to tell the listeners like, how exactly that you got into into tattooing and like how long ago that was and then how long you've sort of been doing it for to this okay. point in time. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, well, I don't start tattooing until 10.30, um, but I'll get into the studio at about nine or so and, you know, I have a coffee and, um, you know, just get prepared for the day. Um, you know, the amount of customers that I have during the day can obviously vary between sometimes I just have, uh, you know, one client who, you know, wants to hang out for the full day and, and get a, a, a big chunk of tattooing done. And, um, you know, other days I might do uh, five or six clients um, with smaller pieces. Um, yeah, I mean, I, that's one thing that I really miss at the minute, Dan, is uh, I, I, yeah. 
I think I'm a, there's an element of I like I like just the social experience of, of people. I do like people, you know, and um, and yeah. the tattoo studio, and perhaps not all tattoo studios, but I've tried really hard to make my tattoo studio like a like a friendly haven. You know, people come in there and and we, yeah. you know, we develop a rapport and we have a good time. And um, I mean, if my clients. Uh, you know, I, I try really hard to remember people's names. I think that's important. And um, it might take me a few goes, like a few visits before I remember people's names. But, you know, after, you know, their second or third visit, um, yeah, my clients will come in and, you know, and I'll say, hey, Dan, and, and yeah, and you'll say, hey, Paulie. And, and generally speaking, people will ask me, how my daughters are, you know, because I, I like to also to share, you know, when, when um, uh, yep. I'm in the tattoo studio and uh, so my clients, you know, I probably talk a lot to them and they, they probably know as much about me as I know about them, you know, like uh, it's a, yeah, yeah, it's a sharing sure. game, you know. Well, I mean, I was going to probably talk about this a little bit uh, later um, in this conversation, but we can transition to it now, like, I guess, and what I've spoken to guests about uh, over this time is like what sorts of things they have been doing um, during our lockdown period here in Australia um, just to keep themselves sort of engaged, busy um, and, and stimulated. Um, and then alongside that, like whether, whether or not you've been engaging in what some of your favourite pastimes are, like what those would be um, during normal downtime. So, um, yeah. yeah, if you wanted to talk about just maybe some of the stuff you've been doing on social and, and what you've been doing during our lockdown where you haven't been able to go to yeah, the studio. Yeah, cool. so. Well, uh, look, I, I, I think I've, um, you know, I've been trying to um, kind of keep relevant or in contact with um, my clients, you know, the people that follow my Facebook page and, you know, perhaps just throwing up some, from some silly stuff, you know, like, uh, you know, short videos of me changing hats and, and I've been doing lots of drawings, um, not necessarily tattoo-related drawings. I, I, as you know, brother, I've got a, a a bit of a love for Lego, and I, I, so I've been drawing a lot of Lego minifigures, you know, just characters, and and throwing them up on my page just to let my clients know that I, you know, I haven't disappeared. I'm still here, and I can't wait to get back into it. Yep. Um, you know, on on. The home side of things, uh, you know, I'd have to say that it's actually kind of been, um, you know, really, really useful. I think it's my normal life or the, how my family's normal life, we've just been so busy, man, you know, hectic as, and it's kind of has been nice initially to just slow down a little bit and spend a bit of time together, you know. So um, I think it's nearly got to a point where my girls are like, getting back to work, you know, like, um, <laughs> you know, and we've, like, I've been doing Pilates with the girls. Um, you know, I try to do yoga, but I feel like I'm going to have to go to hospital if I try to do some of that stuff. Um, you know, I've been walking the dog, man, and um, and listening to music. I brought my, my record player and my vinyl home from the studio and, uh, yeah, I've just been, you know, playing music, been reading a fair bit, which has been nice. Um, but just generally yep. spending time with the with the family, mate, you know, which has been cool. Yeah, that's really cool. So, yeah, you've touched on there, like, a couple of, obviously, the things that I'm aware of that you 
enjoy and take passion in and, and some of your favorite things like obviously you spoke about lego and then you spoke yeah. about music and those things are very present in your studio which i think lends it to then like you said it feeling like like a friendly haven for when people come in it feels like a place where you obviously work but that you're also comfortable and you want to welcome people yeah. into so um that's yeah definitely um i i guess like you said we've gotten to know each other and we spent um, it, like it's it's nine pieces of art, but within those, that's like one to two to three hours each. So we've we've spent a, a fair few hours together just talking about uh, a, any number of uh, uh, things and all natures of different things. So um, yeah, I was kind of expecting you to, to touch on like especially the music aspect. Um, I've been yeah, I've been sort of like getting back into music, um, especially earlier on in this um, in this time of lockdown because I think you find when you're working and you kind of feel like you're busy, like I spend a lot of my time where I've got something in my ears more listening to podcasts. And now I sort of, have, I've had time to work my way through my podcasts and I've, then I've found I've had a little bit more time then to just catch up on and get back into music that I love like yeah, cool. before. Um, like I sort of re-engaged with like 21 Pilots, who, who's a band that I really like and I saw them live in Australia and, sort of been able to like, you know, re-engage with like Lincoln Park, who's obviously how we came together because I got a, a, a tattoo for Chester Bennington and, and um, you know, I'd go back and listen to like a lot of Eminem's um, stuff he's, uh, from his catalogue through the years. I've been listening yeah. to that sort of stuff. And, um, yeah, like, uh, you know, even even a band like The Killers, like they've got a new track coming out soon. So, or a new album, sorry, that they've had a one, one of their singles released off that. But like even The Killers was a band I used to listen to and, and then, so I've yeah. gotten back into them um, over this time. So yeah, definitely, I've sort of. Oh, and you mentioned um, Pilates too. I've actually done two Pilates sessions with yeah. my partner, um, which like is a way to obviously um, get yourself sort of, of active um, during times of sitting at yeah. home a lot. But I sort of did a session, and I did that session, and the next day I was super <laughs> sore in both muscles that I hadn't activated for a long period of time and also muscles I didn't know existed. That's right. And then it was just a couple of days. It might've even been, we did, I did a Saturday one and then we had a a Monday night one. And um, yeah, I did that one. And and then I felt, felt bad for myself for feeling sore after the first one, because then the next one was even harder than the first one. Um, So yeah, I've also been, um, doing Pilates um, during this this time. And um, so I guess, like, you know, I'm – well, I'm into, obviously, sneakers. Yes. That goes without saying it's been the Hoop Sneakers pod and having my Instagram sneakers page. And we've talked a lot about sneakers um, through through the journey of me being in the studio because I know that you're someone that, you know, loves sneakers and works in sneakers. And I guess I, I'd love for you to tell the listeners about your tattoo that you have. <laughs> My I love shoes one. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Because well, I do, man. I, I, I really do love shoes. You know, I think, um, uh, yeah, I, I love. I guess I love lots of things. You know, I love music. I love, uh, you know, Lego. I love my family. I love music. I love reading, but I really love shoes. Um, and then it's kind of, I can't remember when I like before I loved shoes, you know, like I've always been into shoes. Um, I remember my mum saying to me, um, only just recently really, um, 
someone turned around to her and said, how can you afford to buy Paul those, you know, expensive sneakers that he's wearing when I was, you know, 13 or 14? And, and she said that she had to turn around to him and say, I don't buy them for him. He buys them himself, you know. I used to do a milk run and I'd save me pennies and, and I'd, you know, I'd buy myself my shoes, you know. Um, uh, you know, I love them. I, yep. I, I used to play a lot of soccer. Um, and I, yep. it was really important to me when I was 15 to wear Puma Kings, man. You know, the, you know, the same football boots that Maradona wore. Um, I think they're the best football yep. boots. Um, they're probably really hard to get now, you know, because, you know, when I played football, all soccer boots were black. And now they're all pink and yellow and blue and stuff like that. And I think they're kind of yep. difficult to come come by now is like a you know a, a puma king how they used to be that's evolution i guess um yeah so you know my football boots i love them i've always been a big fan of air jordans uh i've had multiple pairs of of jordans um fours are probably my favorites i really like fours um i'm a big fan of vans off the wall um you yep. know, I'm sitting here now in a pair of, you know, high top checkered ones, you know, black and white checkers. Um, really dig them. Yep. I've always been a fan of like uh, cons, like Chucky Taylors. Um, yep. Just because they're cool, man, you know, like, uh, yeah. Yep. I used to skate a bit too. They're really cool to skate in. Um, yeah, just I, I love shoes. I, you know, I've, I've still got a pair of Dr. Martin boots that I've had for over 20 years yep. that are still kicking. Um, tough shoes, uh, they last forever. But, uh, and I know you'll like this, Dan, obviously at the top of the list, uh, you know, the Adidas Superstars or the Shell Toes. They're, yep. the, man, they're the best shoes, yep. you know. <laughs> and I've, I've had plenty yep. of pairs of yep. those and... Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I love Shelto's. I just think they're cool, cool shoes. I, I was actually looking last night online at, um, yeah, I just had a, had a little bit of a look at the uh, the superstars and and their history and stuff like that. And it's really interesting, man. You know, yep. like, I think 1969, um, they come out as a sports shoe. Um, you know, yep. I, and there was a little quote. Um, I did write it down. Let me put it past this here. Um it said, born on the basketball court and made famous by hip-hop royalty. You know, like, really, really cool. Yeah. Um, you know, I, as a kid, right into Run DMC, the Beastie Boys. Um, you know, and yep. that was kind of like the only shoes they wore, man. <laughs> they just wore the shell toes, you know. And, um, you know, they've they've become like a an iconic fashion staple, man, you know. Like, uh, they're just really, yeah, really cool shoes, yeah. you know, like, um, and now everybody wears them, you know, like, uh, you know, you'll see Elton John in a pair of shell toes and Jay-Z and Kanye West and David Beckham and Snoop Dogg and Pharrell Williams and, you know, everybody's got a pair of shell toes. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I, so, Paulie knows, and so for those that are listening, that's my, what I rank as my favorite off-court casual sneaker is an Adidas superstar. And I just wanted to just circle back and touch back on something you mentioned, obviously about Chucks, uh-huh. like yeah. the Converse Chuck Taylor. 
and you also spoke about Air Jordans, but I think even before Air Jordans, Chuck Taylors were probably uh, the one of the, the first sneaker that really transcended it being for sport and on court, and it transitioned transition to pop culture. Like people would wear them to skate in because they realized that you know vulcanized rubber outsole midsole combination, and obviously the rubber toe was really conducive to them lasting a long period of time for like skaters because like they were known to tear up yep, their sneakers yep. pretty quickly and then um and then yeah obviously the air jordans really transcended what michael jordan was doing on court and made their way into fashion um and in between that yeah there was the the, the superstars as well um and yeah that's yeah obviously it's a, it's a really relevant sort of topical thing to be talking about uh, Jordan brand sneakers and Air Jordans at the moment with um, the Last Dance documentary coming out. Yeah, it's been really uh, interesting, hasn't it? Yeah, uh, the honest truth is there was no tattoos in my world. You know, my extended family, my uh, my yeah, there was no my mum, my dad, my grandparents. Nobody had tattoos. Um, I just was really fascinated by them. You know, I'd see an old uh, an old guy walk past with an old you know tattoo on him, and I just used to think they were really cool. So. Um, I was always into my art. Uh, when I was seventeen, yep. I went and got a um, got a tattoo. And um, to be honest, it was a wasn't a very good experience. You know, it was this was like thirty one, nearly thirty two years ago. Um, yeah, it was a different sort of scene, the whole tattoo world. Um, you know, I just thought the you know the big hairy guy that was banging a tattoo on me, he didn't really care, you know, and I, I um, as a cocky 17-year-old kid, I remember walking out of there and thinking, I could do that better than him, and um, which is a very 17-year-old attitude, but I, uh, um, you know, so I, I started to find out everything I could about how do I go about getting into the game, and um, yep. It took me a while, but when I was 21, I finally got a start. Uh, you know, a, a guy that was um, managing a studio was looking for a an apprentice, and um, that's where it all began, man. And I just uh, I was at uni at the time, studying a bachelor of arts, visual arts, and um, which I never completed because I kind of got too busy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's how it all began, you know. And I I think tattooing is um, well, I think what the the gentleman that tattooed me when I was seventeen, I think what he didn't get is um, I don't know. I think it's a lot to do with attitude, you know, and energy and 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 love, even for want of a better word, you know. Like I I love tattooing and I love its history. Um, I love people, you know, um, and you know, tattooing's just beautiful, man, and it's. Also dark and yep. it's mysterious. It's just cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So no, it's it's so funny. Like because you yeah you, you, you started getting into it like when you were seventeen. I didn't like get my first tattoo until I was like twenty nine, two Yeah, like twenty nine years old. So and now I've you know as a lot of people say you you sort of get a, a taste for it and you want to get more and of course you have all these ideas and. You know, I've, I've vacillated between getting tattoos with lots of meaning and I've portraits, but then I've got some silly fun stuff as well, which, you know, makes me laugh and makes other people laugh. And 
and that sort of thing. And no, I do, I do recall that story now when you're retelling it. But um, I just I remember the story about the uh, the big um, the big uh, rough bloke that did your first one that, as you was telling That's me that. Right. Yeah, but yeah. um, well, it was a different time. So then, like you know, like um, the yeah, yeah, certainly evolved a, a hell of a lot, you know, and there's a lot, um, you know, of, of, of different types of people. Uh, who are in the, in the industry now, you know, whereas, you know, 30 odd years ago, it, it, you know, it, it's realms were, you know, the gangsters and the bikers and the crooks and the sailors, you know, like, yep. and now it's kind of, yep. um, it's for everybody, you know. Yeah. And also you said like there was within your family, there was no real tattoo art and no one had tattoos. And that's kind of similar to like with me and with my basketball and with my interest in sneakers, like no one in my family like ever played basketball. No one in my family is like a massive sneakerhead. That's just something that I like, I became fascinated with sneakers when I was like really young as well. And, um, and, and yeah, I started playing basketball and I was like nine and those things sort of intertwined together sort of led me to where I am now in, in terms of both professional and my, my professional life and my, my personal life as well. So I, I guess just like even just for my own curiosity, but like obviously, you know, for, the, for those people that have tuned into this episode, like what does your day like sort of look like in terms of like a day, like heading to the studio, like how many people you might see in a day or like what time do you get started and, and things like that. So even if you just wanted to give us a bit of a background into what is the average day for a tattoo artist to look like? Okay. Um, well, yeah, I guess it's, it is a very individual sport, you know, so uh, it's probably different for all artists, but for me personally. Well, not with the right. sort of cushion that they, they use. I still think the outsole of the superstar is one of like the, the best. I think, because uh, like I, I wear them to work sometimes yep. and they still grip the court okay. really, really well. Um, but in terms of the actual cushion and the impact that they're, they're, they, that they're going to have on your feet yeah. and your knees and, and ankles and, and everything. <laughs> I, I thought you might, you might, I thought you yeah. might have been watching it. I think um, I watched the episode and, and four been... or five last night. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you're pretty much up to date. Then, so we've got, I think we've got seven and eight coming out. Or they might have just come out uh, just last night. So, um, yeah, I've been watching that too. And obviously they touched on um, Michael Jordan wearing, and this is funny, so, you know, wearing Converse in college. Um, and then he wanted to he wanted to meet with that's Adidas because that's what he wanted to wear originally. Um, and, they, and they made that decision at the time, which was we don't think that we can – we, we can produce a shoe for Michael Jordan to wear on the basketball court at this saying. time. And then, you know, Mrs. Mrs. Mama Jordan said to him, look, we're going to, we're going to go and take this meeting yep. with yep. Nike and you might not like it, but you need to listen to what they have to say. And of course his agent um, had sort of, had sort of engineered this, this setup in the background. And, you know, it's so funny to think back to the early eighties and Nike being, sort of just like an athletic running track shoe and it kind of being like a almost like a, a nerdy brand like no one wore nike back in uh you know 1980 yes. 81 82 you can probably speak to that better than me because like has I, that I, changed? it's crazy how um, much that has it's, evolved you know that, like it's cool it was a it was really uh such great 
foresight and it, and such a genius move to sort sort of go look we're going to market Michael yes. as an individual and we're gonna you know we're gonna Nike's just released their air technology and the NJ can hang in the air and we're gonna call it the yeah. Air Jordan and I'm sure it wasn't all just that simple where it's just like but the way it came just together really, yeah. the phenomenon that it caused yeah and, and you know turn into uh, its own brand which makes multi-billion dollars yeah, each yeah. year so it's just insane and it's um, crazy dan like when you think about uh, you know so, so the the three shoes that we're talking about right so the, you know your jordan air jordans um you know your chucky taylor's converse all stars and yeah yeah added as superstars um in all reality uh to be playing basketball in if you had a choice out of those three shoes there's only one choice, man. You know, you'd have to go for the Air Jordans. I mean, you can't play basketball in Chucky e. Taylors anymore, even though they used to. Um, it, yeah, and, and the same with um, the Sheltos, you know. I mean, Sheltos now, I think, are, are, are a fashion shoe as opposed to a sports shoe, you know. Like, um, they're not, just not designed yeah. to be jumping in and, and running on that hard court and stuff. I, I don't think, anyway. You know? Yeah, you're absolutely right. And the fact that, like, in terms of having the physical effect they're going to have on you without providing much protection for impact yeah, yeah. or anything like that, no, but, they're definitely not. Uh, I I do see basketball players playing some really okay, strange yeah, sort yeah. of stuff. But, but it's weird too, Dan. Like, uh, if you're a skater and you were, you know, you're skating, you wouldn't be wearing Air Jordans. You'd be wearing Chucky e. Taylors, you know, like because, um, yeah, you know, you, you're you're, you're because they don't have as much um, of the, the cushioning, your foot is hanging onto yep. that skateboard. You know what I mean? It's really close to it as opposed to, yep. um, you know, being uh, an inch off it. You know? um, and then, yeah, the same with, with same. the vans. And then the, the uppers are similar, that, that canvas yep. material type, I guess, is like is flexible but durable as well. So you, you've got that. Um, the skating rather than like a lot of like lead, like leather's good, it's durable, but there's like a lot of layers sometimes yeah. to that as well. So to have a thin, flexible material, but that allows you that durability that when you're like skating, it, you know, That's you're going right. to trash them a little That's bit, right. probably. Um, I've never, um, I'm shocking, I've never been a skater. I've got really, I'm really poor at balancing on skateboards, okay. surfboards, rollerblades, all that stuff. I've, you know, I don't even know if I would be dare to try snowboarding because I doubt I could bounce on that. <laughs> At least there's something soft to land on. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So balancing on any of those things is not sort of my strength. Um, I guess as we sort of transition away from sneakers, I did want to just ask you a little bit about or talk to you about. I know that you had um, some some plans that you were hoping. To, like some, you are hoping to have some travel plans, spend some time overseas this year, which I know we have, we haven't really spoken about this off air or anything, but obviously with everything that's taking place around the globe, those plans, you know, sort of have, have had to be shelved for a little bit of time. So I guess like how you, how you feeling about that? Cause I know you were very uh, enthused about it when we were talking about it at the start of the year. And now obviously um, at this point, so even if you just wanted to touch on okay. what you were planning on doing and then um, what that might yep. look like going um, forward. Well, look, I, um, 
I, I really love Amsterdam. I just think it's a wonderful city. Uh, I've visited there a few times. Um, you know, I've been tattooing for 26, 20, nearly 27 years. And, um, and basically, I've just I've tattooed in Australia. You know, I've tattooed in three states of Australia. But um, uh, I, I, I guess it's about wanting to spread my wings. Now, I've always um, said to my kids, right, never to be afraid. Uh, to go out on a limb because that's where the best fruit is. And that's a quote that an old coach of mine said to me a long, long time ago. Um, and I, I think I've probably, through necessity, Dan, been playing it safe, you know. Like, um, you know, I've, I've been doing my best to bring up my children and, and pay the bills. So um, uh, it's been reasonably easy for me or comfortable for me to... Um, just work in my studio here and uh, there hasn't really been a great deal of risk involved in that. You know, I know that if I go to work, I've got a strong client base and and I can pay the bills. Um, you know, so I guess my idea of going over to Amsterdam to tattoo was um, was kind of about me putting my money where my mouth is, you know, and, uh, um, and, and, and giving it a go and... and perhaps being brave and taking a risk and, and going for it, you know. So we were over in Amsterdam or in Europe um, just over 12 months ago um, where I got a tattoo and I, I visited a few studios and just I just love the energy of the place, mate. And um, that's where I want to sort of park myself for a little while and tattoo. Obviously, at the moment, because um, I would have been there last month, um, that obviously didn't happen and it's not going to happen for a little while now. So like you said, it has been shelved, um, but it's still sitting at the front of the shelf, mate. I haven't tucked it away in the back or anything. It's, uh, it's still something that I really want to do. And, um, you know, well, I guess, yeah, it's not going to happen this year. Um, I'd like to think it's going to happen next year now. We'll, we'll see what happens, man. <laughs> You know, I just think that Amsterdam, Yeah, I just really love the city, you know. I, I love, uh, it, it's it's a very creative place, you know. There's a lot of art. Um, you know, it, it, my experience of it was it, it was also really friendly. Um, people were really nice. Um, but I also kind of appreciate that it has a, a little bit of a murkiness as well, a bit of a darkness, um, you know, which is, it's one of the reasons I like tattoos, you know, like because they are, even though they're a lot more mainstream now, there's still a little bit of a dark, mysterious kind of nature to tattoos, you know. So I, I just think for me personally, uh, you know, Amsterdam in the Netherlands was a, a nice suit, you know, it like kind of fitted and, and, and it'd be nice to have a, that would be a home base perhaps. And, and then, uh, you know, uh, Jody, my wife and I, you know, it would be, be lovely to turn around and say, look, well, we've got the weekend off. Let's go to Spain, you know, or, um, you know, we've got a fortnight off. Yeah. Let's drive to Russia, whatever, <laughs> you know, like just cause it's all close, man, you know, which yeah. at this particular point in time yep. has pro- proven to be a problem, but, um, yeah, because it is also close, you know, um, and it, it, you know the nature of uh, this time with uh, you know the the 
you know, global pandemic and, uh, you know, COVID-19, the coronavirus, all that. Um, you know, we're very lucky in Australia because we're probably one of the few places in the world who are blessed with space, man. You know, like we've got, we're able to so- socially yep. distance ourselves because we've got the room to do it, <laughs> you know, like uh, whereas a lot of places in the yep. world um, don't have that luxury, you know. I guess the, the the reason I ask that is because I think that the I guess the impetus or the mess or the reasons or the messaging behind why he wanted to do it is like really uh, important for people to hear, and it's like a lot of what I've been trying to express to people and put out in the world at the moment about um, just you know tasting things, taking opportunities as they come, being positive about things. And on the, on the flip side, what, what you spoke about earlier in, in terms of appreciating the time that you've, I, I guess, been given yeah. or received at the moment to spend time um, with uh, your family and um, get back to s- some of the roots of the things you enjoy and, and spend that time that, that time with your daughters. And so you've got an appreciation and a gratitude for that as well, which I think um, is really important. So um, I guess... You know, with, with all that being said that we've spoken about over the past, you know, half hour or so, that pretty much, um, you know, covers off um, the sorts of things that I, I wanted to chat about today. So I guess, you know, before, oh, you know, before we go, um, if you wanted to just, um, you know, tell the listeners, you know, about um, the studio and, and where it's located and um, how they can get in touch with you. Um, if they're looking to get any artwork done. Um... Well, I look, um, now, look, there's no doubt in the post-COVID world, you know, when we get, when I'm finally allowed back into the studio, it is going to have to look a little different than it has. Um, just the nature of the the beast, mate. Like, we, my studio, as we've touched on, you know, it was littered, for want of a better word, with Lego and vinyl and, all sorts of cool stuff, man. It's a, a fun place to hang out. Um, the, the nature of where we're going, uh, I have to open the studio up a little bit more so it needs to be less cluttered, I guess. So um, there will definitely be nowhere near as much Lego in the studio uh, when we're back up and rolling. Um, it just needs to be that way because we need that space, you know, like so when Grace and I have both tattooing in there, up, up until now, there really is not enough room, you know. We need to uh, spread it out a little bit more. So, yeah, um, it is going to be a little different. I'm hoping that it still uh, retains a, you know, a, a cool sort of feel to it. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, so, yeah, I tattoo in Geelong, um, you know, in, in Union Street in the centre of town there. Um, you know, people can find me by find me on Facebook and it's tattoos by Paulie um, and it's tattoos with an S because there's a gentleman tattooing in New Zealand who goes as tattoo by Paulie, <laughs> which is proven at times to be a little bit conflicting. But uh, yeah, so tattoos by Paulie. Um, yeah, you can find me there on Facebook or Insta and um, I'll be more than happy to talk to people about uh, hopefully colouring them in in the not too distant future mate yeah so absolutely so i'll drop i'll drop some links to facebook and instagram in the episode description um for this episode um and then um 
so yeah, um, I, that, that's that's, that's, that's too easy. I can do that. Um, about yeah, and try and put a link and, to um, you know, to you and your podcast, and yeah, hopefully we can share the love a little bit. Man. Yeah. Uh, I really appreciate it. So I guess with with that being said, Paulie, um, I really appreciate you taking time today to pop in Been and a have pleasure, a chat. Man. Been a pleasure. Um, and uh, you know. I, no, uh, thank you. And you know, you, you know, obviously, like, keep taking care of yourself. And I'm starting to really get the itch to get back in. Um, I know we sort of spoke about. I know we spoke about you know a couple of pieces that uh, were sort of um, in the in the uh, in the inception stages, and we've got to flesh those out a little bit. But um, yeah, I'm looking to seeing you in person. And it's going to be awesome when we're able to do that. Um, but like I said, thanks for your time, and um, I'll speak to you soon. Can I say one more thing about um, shell toes? So yeah. added as superstars too. Yeah. Uh, have a little Google search, people out there, and check out the Kermit the Frog ones. All right. So Kermit the Frog added mm-hmm. as superstars twos. Um, I want a pair. They're so ridiculous. They're cool. Um, anyway, I just yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen them, Dan. Do a little Google search and check them out. It's funny as that's cool. Uh, <laughs> Okay, I will, and I will remind. I also remind people to do that in uh, in the episode description. So, um, with all that being said, thanks Good so on, much, bro. boy. I really yeah. appreciate it, and um, I'll, I'll see you very soon. Care. All see right, bro. catch you later. Bye bye. Thanks once again for checking out another episode of the Hoop Sneakers pod. If you've got any feedback for me um, about the podcast or anything really, um, good, bad or indifferent, um, you can feel free to contact me. Um, you can either send me an inbox to my Facebook page, Hoop Sneakers on Facebook. You can DM me on Instagram at hoops underscore sneakers underscore. You can send me an email if you would like, daniel.cooper.88 at outlook.com. Um, if you take the time out to uh, provide any feedback on the show, I um, will take the time to read it. I can assure you of that. Um, otherwise, um, please make sure you check out uh, Tattoos by Paulie on Facebook um, and connect with him there. Um, I'm sure he would greatly appreciate that. Um, but with all that being said, um, that brings us to the end of another episode of the Hoop Sneakers pod. Um, uh, thank you guys for, for taking the time to check it out. Um, and I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Peace.